Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for the bigger picture. And it's an edition of the bigger picture that's got just about everything. We're going to take a look at how this week the U.S. is going to have a major impact on market trajectory for the rest of the year where the rest of the world is concerned. We're still talking about China's reopening optimism. And you've got something outrageous to end off the entire segment. That's right, Elliot. It's really about looking into the crystal ball this week. And beyond, because next year we've got a lot of potential things that might happen and Sexo Capital has some outrageous predictions and we'll unpack it in just a few moments. And helping us do that is Charu Chanana. She is the market strategist for Sexo Capital Markets in Singapore. Morning, Charu. Good morning. How are you all? We are doing great, Charu. I hope you are doing well. And also, let's start first with what's on the radar for many investors these days, which is what the FOMC is going to be doing later this week. And we've got a couple of data points coming out in the past few weeks. And the latest one, of course, is the PPI numbers last week, which were hotter than expected. What can we expect this week, Charu? So certainly the first focus point for the FOMC this week would be the November CPI release. And, uh, you know, of course, consensus is looking for another softer report uh, for November as well. Remember that last month when we got the October CPI, that was really a turning point in the markets. And, you know, inflation expectations have turned markedly lower since then. So we are looking at a 7.3% YOY kind of a headline print this week from the CPI. But again, the question really is, is that softening in inflation enough for the Fed to pivot, you know, obviously that's what is on top of investors' mind. I think there is no doubt that we have a case for a softer print, you know, we have supply chain pressures easing, we have lower energy prices as well, and we've had obviously some holiday discounts to clear inventory levels as well. But my sense is that it won't be soft enough to, you know, call for a Fed pivot because we still have shelter cost rising. ISIM services last week still indicated that, you know, services prices are still quite high as well. So I think that will be all very important for the FOMC. Again, the key message coming out from the FOMC has to be where the terminal rate ends and how long do they stay there. You know, they really need to still push back on those easing expectations that are priced in for next year. Yeah, Charlie Lang pointed out a couple of things have been rising. Cost pressures are still there and jobs markets still rather robust. So to some extent, we can expect the Fed to keep those rates high for perhaps longer. And that's going to be in watch for many other central banks who might have to keep in lockstep. We've got a couple of them in action this week, the ECB and also the Bank of England. What can we look out for from them? So yeah, I think um, lots of important central bank meetings this uh, week. And I think very broadly, um, the downshift in the rate hike trajectory is, I think, broadly expected for all of the central banks. But for the ECB and the Bank of England, I think it will not be as unanimous as the Fed appears to be. You know, because, of course, inflationary pressures are more persistent in Europe, in UK. We are seeing energy prices, you know, spiking up again as the winter months are coming in. And, of course, the economic, you know, slowdown is also more evident in Europe and UK. And that's why you see a bigger split there in terms of the voting members' preference for, you know, bigger or smaller rate hikes as well. So I think that will be important. UK also has a lot of key data, CPI, GDP, you know, retail sales, uh, labor markets. So all that will be also key to understand where we end up in terms of expecting, you know, for the BOE. 
but overall i think the message will remain the same that you know we are downshifting but we will continue to hike for longer very broadly speaking for all the central banks yeah charo talking about what the central banks will be watching out for is the inflationary pressures and it's interesting to see how china could be part of this equation because if it does rebound and reopen it could lead to demand picking up and of course lead into commodity price pressures what's your take on the reopening story in china what can we look out for this week Yeah, I think that story has really developed very quickly over the last few weeks. We continue to see more and more measures, and you know, in the direction of easing those restrictions. Like I think this morning I was reading about China planning to scrap the use of their mobility travel app as well. So I think the bigger story here is that there's a lot of focus on reviving consumption. You know, most of the other legs of their GDP growth, say exports or investments. Are weakening, so they really need to j- drive up consumption to get to a respectable growth level for this year and more so for next year. So I think that there'll be a lot of stimulus flowing in as well, especially into the first quarter. But still, you know, I think uh, the markets are a little bit, you know, running ahead of themselves. You know, reopening will still be gradual given the risk of public health. So while we have this initial euphoria, I think we should be uh, conscious of the fact that it will not be a one-way street, and we mm. will still face some headwinds in the way. All right, we're chatting with Charu Chanana. She is the market strategist for Sexo Capital Markets in Singapore. Now, Charu, it's time to get outrageous with your crystal ball for next year. So we've got a couple of them being lined up for what's called the Sexo Outrageous Predictions for 2023. And it is really making me raise my eyebrows. You've got things <laughs> like French President Emmanuel Macron resigning, gold reaching $3,000 next year. Right now it's around $1,008. And this one that you've got watching very closely is possibly a country agreeing to ban all meat production by 2030. Maybe we can start with that. How likely are we going to see any of these predictions come through? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Traders Prediction is actually a flagship um, annual publication and we've been doing this for over 20 years now. So let me like, you know, just set the stage by saying that these are not our baseline forecast. It's mm. just, uh, you know, some low probability but high impact kind of events. But, you know, Again, why is it really interesting is that it's usually that such events, unexpected events that bring around any kind of big market moves, right? You know, you mm. take the pandemic or the war in Ukraine. So it's really interesting to understand these and consider what kind of risks you have in your portfolio. So like you mentioned, yeah, you know, some of our predictions this year, they, they all revolve around this basic theme of, you know, the war economy, as we are calling it. Uh, which is the case, again, we've seen since the pandemic, mostly where economies on a war footing to secure their supplies, their resources, food, components. This has just been escalated so much more this year because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine as well. So I think all this is inflationary and we see this getting you know bigger focus into the next year as well as economies rush to secure their energy supplies, build in energy infrastructure. Uh, so we think there's more and more inflation to come. And uh, because of that, you know, we have come to come down to some of these ideas as well, like you mentioned. Yeah, the meat ban certainly has been getting a massive response, you know, uh, from a lot of uh, our clients, our media partners as well. So I think that is really considering a step towards climate mm. commitment. So I think that's, that's important. Yeah, I think, you know, there's some gold, you know, running to 3,000. Again, that's because we think that the markets will realize that central banks can't raise rates enough to bring down inflation to targets. So real rates will remain in the negative territory. So yeah, lots of interesting reads there. It's a very stimulating activity for, for the brain. I would highly recommend giving it a read. 
All right, you can check out the outrageous predictions by Sexo Capital, uh, including how meat production uh, country could ban it by 2030. So all that, Bincheri Charu Chanana, she is the market strategist for Sexo Capital Markets in Singapore. Charu, thanks for your time this morning. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.